From legendary locals we all know to people you should get to know. Follow Ipswich Today on your favourite app and never miss an episode. Or go to ipswichtoday.com.au Coming up, doing good in the community takes courage and commitment, especially when your own business becomes the foundation for giving back to those who need help. In this episode, meet Brett Briggs, who created Oikos Cafe with the aim of supporting others while still making it a viable business. His unique story is next. It's Thursday, November 30, 2023, and I'm Alan Roebuck. Welcome to Ipswich Today, which acknowledges the traditional custodians of the land on which it is produced and pays respects to elders past, present and emerging. This podcast is supported by Kinetics, people-powered web hosting trusted by Australian businesses since 1999. If you are a regular in Ipswich Central, you would remember Oikos Cafe when it was in Limestone Street. About two years ago, it relocated via a caravan in Tuma Place. The caravan's gone, replaced now by a shop in its current location in Nicholas Street alongside Neighbourhood. Brett Briggs established Oikos, and more recently, with a small army of supporters, has transformed the old cosmic music store into a place that does more than serve coffee. Thanks for speaking with Ipswich today, Brett. Uh, no drama, thanks for having me, mate. Your business model for the original Oikos was a little different to most. Tell me what that was and how you made it work. Long, long story in, in the shortened way, I guess, is we um, I was working in the community sector, mate, and um, we were working, I was working at a really great organisation called Community Access Transition Service, but when there was a, a government change in funding some of you might have heard of it called the ndis uh, <laughs> yes yeah, a few things changed for that organization i was managing um because they were a transition service so they w- w- were about moving young people into independence so they didn't have a model that really suited the new scheme so anyway we, i got a redundancy and then we looked at um myself and my wife were like what's the next step um do i stay in that sort of work did a bit of videography stuff up the coast with my mate then we went to the a little cafe that was at the time called Greens and Beans. Some of you might remember. Ah, yes. Um, I had my Bucks morning at Greens and Beans and my wife actually had her hen's morning there as well. It was a cafe we liked. And the owner just randomly one day said to us, look, I'm looking to sell. Do you know anyone? And we always had sort of a uh, a dream that we actually wrote down, myself and my wife wrote down when we, were, when we were dating about like things we would like to do in the future. And we always wanted to do a, a place that was like, not a drop-in centre, but a community centre for people. But it, it was definitely around the around Oikos, which means circle of influence and home. So it was a place where people felt like home. Um, yeah. So then, anyway, we dropped the whole redundancy on the cafe, and um, you took a big punt and backed yourself. That's for sure. Oh, mate, we're a bit silly. Yeah, uh, we had nothing. It was like here, have it all, and mate, did it have it all within a year? COVID hit, um, and you can imagine what that was like for. Mm. Not just for us, but all the hospitality venues. But our particular story in that in that sense was we were actually busier in COVID than when we started the year before because we were a new business. So we weren't entitled to, to many of the helps that other hospitality services that have been more well-established could have, like the JobKeeper stuff and things like that. What sort of other activities did you engage in apart from serving coffee and food? Obviously, we're a cafe designed to serve coffee and food, but our, our logo is good food, good coffee, good company. So another thing that we engage with is that we try to engage with still to this day is just making sure that we're a place that no matter if you're a corporate or, um, you know, no matter what walk of life you're from, that when you walk in, you, you feel um, 
you feel empowered and, and you feel like you're welcome. Um, and because, like I said before, coming from a community service background, always I've sort of had a heart for, for those that, that might not be doing it as easy as, as some of us in society. Me, I've been privileged. I come from a family that's very caring and, and, um, and I've got great oikos, great friend network and great home. But not everyone has been granted that privilege. Some people don't grow up in those circumstances and, and need people to to notice them and actually reach out. So we, um, as a business, we're a for-profit business, but we, you know, try to work alongside um, organisations that were sort of working in that field. So, for instance, we were next door to an amazing organisation called In Community, um, who deal with um, people that are at risk of homelessness and and doing it and sleeping rough. Um, and then we just, yeah, like sort of tried to partner with organisations like that and bed down um, to help those that are, are doing it tough and doing suspended coffees and stuff as well like that just to do our little part. Well, along the way, you've, you've enlisted a, a group of great supporters from diverse backgrounds yep. who want to do what you do and that is, that is help others who need a hand up. Neighbourhood was born out of this. How did that come about and has it changed from then to now? 100% mates and that, I've always like I said with Oikos being home and circle of influence neighborhood comes from an organization called Ipswich Connect um, it's a non-for-profit that I've been involved with for seven years now um, and it's a non-for-profit that just its core mission is to do good and that's primarily through mentoring and caring relationships um, and, and that's where we see the most fruit in what we do um, so that's been going on for about um, seven to eight years but then being in having Oikos for three years and, and having other friends in businesses that actually care and want to do well um, and do good, sorry, we, we sort of came up with the idea as a board. Um, it wasn't just my thought tank, that's for sure. We got an amazing team and said, what if we could have a model that's self-sustainable, um, self-sustainable in the fact that the for-profit for businesses could pay a large majority of the leasing and then it would free up the non-for-profit um, financially to just do good work and not have to be chasing grants and all that sort of stuff. So that took us on a hunt for looking for a venue and all did we look around. Um, we went to so many viewings. Um, but big for us was always to be close to a train station and public transport um, because neighbourhood and, and Ipswich Connect, we have a, a close relationships with the detention centres and a lot of the, the people that we sort of mentor and support are young men that are, have been stuck in the cycle of incarceration and um, and it's generational at times as well. So we always wanted to find a spot that was that was in the marketplace, in the centre of a town, but also that was um, accessible to those that, that need it. So you've got quite a combo there in, in, in the premises that was Cosmic Music. You've got the yeah. coffee shop, a gym, a barber shop. How, how did that come together? Yeah, mate. So like I said, Oikos – not the business, but the principle, the ethos of it is, is circular of influence and, and home. All the people that are involved, are, we're all really close friends. Um, you know, I was only talking at a school last year and they said, oh, should you mix friends, friendships and business and family and business? And, you know, the, the common theory is no, you shouldn't because when money and, and friends and family get involved, um, things can go really bad. I think that's a real Western mindset. Mm. In the West, we, we think like that. I think actually quite opposite. I say, what what happens if it goes right? Um, if it goes right, you can see impact that you couldn't see just doing it in a silo. Um, if it goes right, you can see everyone winning. Um, and if it goes right, you know, you, you can you can mix those worlds and there's not the whole sacred and secular thing. I keep business over here and my family over here. Um, I, see, I see every decision I make in Oikos, one that affects my family and my friends. 
Um, so we just, yeah, we, as friends, like Junior who runs, or Fatu who runs Cornerstone Barbershop is a great friend of ours. Um, he has a similar heart. Um, the guy, um, Luke Monty, who runs, is the centre management of, of Neighbourhood, is once again a really close friend and we can work together, even both working in community together as well. Um, and then the team, the board of Ipswich Connect, we've, like I said, have been around for eight years and, and we're not just your typical board members. We love having a beer together, having a chat and actually doing life together as well. So it's sort of built on that on that relation on relationships and, and there is parts of that where you can't separate things and, and conversations get tricky and you have to wrestle things, um, you know, and punch some ideas out. But we're very fortunate to have a jujitsu mat and a boxing ring there. <laughs> too heated. Yeah. We just have to gear up and then we can sort it out. Eh? <laughs> you mentioned you had a big and long search to find some suitable premises. Yeah. It's probably important to point out that where you have located to now is not part of the council-owned buildings fronting Nicholas Street. That's a privately owned building, isn't it? It is, yeah, it is. So you've got a sympathetic landlord. Well, yeah, well, well. <laughs> it sounds like that. <laughs> yeah, we, no, he's, very, he's very sympathetic. Um, that that was a journey too. Like I, I honour that family, um, the, the landlord and his family, because mm. he's of age. The landlord, um, he's the more senior vintage, and um, and he was dealing, you know, with a very complex model. And um, and it took a year actually. We we like I said, we were looking for a long time, like you're talking two years, but it took nine months to get the to get that lease approved and over the line. So it, look, it looks like you've happily settled on a, on a, on a great location. And you said yeah, you're yeah. there to help young people who uh, are at risk or might be at risk of getting themselves into trouble and coming out of trouble, as you said. So what sort of other activities are you providing? So our, we try to stay in our lane. So, and we're really big on that. So anything, anyone, even like yourself or anyone that wants to do good, there's vehicles to do good. Um, vehicles can be interchangeable. Um, but it's really about the people that are that are using those vehicles. So our vehicle um, to do good, like I mentioned before, is mentoring, um, and the mentoring happens within the martial arts, within jiu-jitsu and boxing. Um, we do have guys that go to the detention centres two days a week, and that's just like mentoring and catching up. Um, but I shared a little bit recently at a talk, one of the things with the people in the detention centre, the young people, is they have great support in the detention centre and um, – and, you know, but when they get out, that support ends. Um, they do have youth justice and other other programs like that, but they are new workers that they don't know. Mm. Um, so there's that real disconnect for these young people. Um, and a lot of these young people are coming from from backgrounds where trust and, you know, and, and being able to, to just get to know someone quickly, they're there. It's, it's not something that has worked out well for them in the past. So neighbourhood Essentially, our vehicle of boxing and jiu-jitsu, if, if you've ever done any of those things, they're, 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 they require a lot of discipline and self-control. Um, a lot of the young men that we work with, um, those two things have not been, um, not been shown to them throughout their life. And it's something that is, is not something you just grow up with ingrained in you from nowhere. It has to be put there by someone. Some of us that are more fortunate have role models in our life, whether it's a mum or dad figure that actually um, can pass on good things to you. But some of the young people we deal with haven't had that. They've had the polar opposite to that. So we use the vehicle of boxing and jiu-jitsu to, to ingrain some discipline, self-control. But then just the things that happen in those sports, and I've done unboxing um, for a long time, but it's after you've just given your role and you're tired and you're just sitting down, the conversations just come out at the end of yourself. 
is, is really helpful um, for young people. So we just encourage anyone who thinks they've, they, they have capacity to do that. It's the time is now, as you can see on the news, we have, you know, we have youth that are, that are in need of mentors and in need of people to give them a shot. So yes. that's our vehicle. So what does a typical day at Neighbourhood look like for you? I know you start very early some mornings going around Ipswich to yeah. homeless hotspots. That's with an amazing organisation called In Community. You should check them out. Um, we're we've had, we've had Paul Tomasini uh, on the show previously yeah. a couple of times, yeah. He's a legend. Yeah. Um, yeah, so we do that through Paul, um, um, through In Community. We do from Tuesday to Friday from 4.30 to 8.30 in the mornings. And we're just meeting with with people that are, yeah, that, that, are, that are sleeping rough. Um, the numbers are quite high. I'm sure that the invisible problem has become a lot more visible to everyone. And I'm even sure some of your listeners now saying, yeah, well, I've seen that. And there's two ways to, to view that when you see something like that. The first is to disregard it. We hear a lot, you know, what's their problem? They, you know, they, they need to get over it or, you know, but the difference with, with, I guess, the model that we have with outreach and with mentoring is we hear a lot of their stories. And as you could imagine, you don't just end up in a position like that. There's always a backstory and we're big on it. And that takes time for someone to share that stuff. It's pretty tough going out there at the moment, especially with interest rate rises and everything else that's going on. You know, people that would never have thought they could be at risk of, of homelessness or, you know, or not being able to be under shelter, they, they're in that position, even families that, um, you know, that kids are still going to school, they're living out of their car now. And there's a lot of shame and, and um, you know, guilt around that stuff as well. So people keep quiet and don't reach out for help because, you know, they feel like we I shouldn't be in this position. It's not weak to speak. So we're always encouraging people to reach out and, and encouraging community as well. If you walk past someone who's doing it tough, it's easy to like ignore the problem and look away. We always try to make the person that's invisible feel visible. That's even just smiling and acknowledging them. Hey, how are you going? Yeah. Um, that can really change someone's whole day. It's clear you and the team are, are doing a, a mighty job in those areas. So what kind of help do you still need or regularly need? The neighbourhood um, part of um, the centre, so that's the boxing jiu-jitsu in the shared office space up um, stairs that's all an ACNC charity so it's a non-for-profit so there's there's many ways you can help even just come in and have a chat if you want to know more about what we're doing back there um, we have you know we have people that that donate so that we can um, recently we've just acquired a van that we're fitting out so we can get into more of the schools um, and do like the boxing and jiu-jitsu programs also we head into the um, juvenile detention centers and do coffees in there for staff and and are looking at doing like courses in in the detention center for the young people as well mm-hmm. to be able to learn how to make coffees. It's it, but the biggest I'll be honest, the biggest um, connections that have the greatest impact isn't the work we do. It's the work that that everyday citizens do. For instance, like some what well, we've got Bright Spark Electrical, um, PVC Plumbing, and and other places like that that come in and say, look, how can we help? And that's not just about fitting out a venue for us for free. It's about them saying. If you have a young person that you think is a good fit, um, we're happy to take them on. Yeah. And we've seen that happen quite – like, it's incredible. We've seen that happen quite regularly now. And we – and like I said, with the whole Oikos principle, we we actually like the people that we meet with. We're, we're not a model where we're ticking boxes and have to get people in jobs. We're the opposite. We don't have to put anyone in a job because we don't – we're not under any sort of funding model. But, um, but at the same time, the people that we put in – we care for the young person and we actually care for the, the employer as well because we want them to win. Um, and that's for us is the big thing to see someone who was 
you know, incarcerated and costing the community, you know, money, which is great because, you know, we have um, supports for these young people, but then coming out and actually earning their own money. And this, just, just the change that we see when someone has purpose and can wake up in the morning and go, I'm going to work or I'm going to train and just having purpose for their day is just, yeah, that's a win for us, a big win. Brett Briggs, more power to you and the neighbourhood team. And thanks so much for speaking with Ipswich today. No dramas, mate. Thank you. That's it for this episode. A reminder to look for links in the show notes, including to Neighbourhoods Facebook. Ipswich Today is supported by Kinetics, people-powered web hosting trusted by Australian businesses since 1999. This podcast is listener-supported. Please make a once-only gift or regular donation to help keep it online. Just go to ipswichtoday.com.au. Follow and stream this podcast from your favourite app, including iHeartRadio, or play Ipswich Today on smart speakers. Music is supplied by Purple Planet Music. This is Alan Roebuck. Thank you for listening. Enjoying Ipswich today? Please share the love on your socials.